Welcome back to Books and Stuff Podcast. I'm Danielle. And I'm Zach. And happy Monday. We've got a new week. A new October week. How's October been going for you? My throat hurts. A lot of filming. Yeah. If you are new to the podcast, Zach is posting 31 videos in the month of October. A.K.A. One a day. It's October. <laughs> for men. Okay. So this week we decided to do an episode about Stephen King because your girl has read her first Stephen King book ever. And if you did not know, Zach, our resident host, one of, um, is a massive Stephen King fan. And so he's read, he has 17 books left in Stephen King's, what, backlist? Main catalog. And I have read none. And so I started with Carrie because A, it was short, and B, we decided on that buddy read because Zach wanted to reread the book. And I was like, I feel like I could start with that. And so that was our buddy read for October, and we both done and did it. Yeah, it was very exciting. I have, I'm currently in the middle of my third Stephen King reread of the month. And well, yeah, we'll we get, can talk about well, what yeah, we're currently We'll reading. get to that in a minute. But uh, yes, I was very excited that she finally read one. Uh, We're trying to figure out which one she was going to do for a while. And it just so happened that she kept telling me to reread Carrie for October. And I said, okay, well, if I do it, you do it. And she did it. So very happy and excited for her. And uh, she's going to talk about it a little bit in this episode. And I'm going to talk about it a little bit in this episode with her. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a Stephen King video, but... I would say the main podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's a Stephen King episode of podcast. Basically dedicated to Carrie. Yeah. And the main inner, I'm the interviewee. No, not no, really. No, you're the interviewee. This is a collaborative affair. We're both interviewees and interviewing each other. So I'm just going to shut up now. Right. And what else have we done this week? We went book shopping yesterday. We went to half price books and found like kind of a lot of stuff not as many books though you found a ton of like games and movies and stuff like that right yeah i found a couple of dvds well yeah they'd be movies duh. a couple of movies <laughs> i found a game that i used to play when i was a, a wee lad and it was very exciting um we found we found little eve by catriona ward which is a new horror release and what else did we find? I found a YA book that I was kind of intrigued with. I don't know if I'm going to keep it, actually. I It was kind of a cover buy, and I've been sitting with it for like 24 hours now. And I'm like, I actually feel like I'm not going to read this. So I actually might be returning that. And then what else did we find? Um, uh, Book-wise? Yeah. Um. Oh, oh, I wait. Oh, no, I found an edition of a book and I put it back because I ended up doing something different. Oh, you found Christopher Buhlman, which I guess we can talk about your recent read real fast. Because uh, last those... week's episode, you probably talked about you were reading Those Across the River by Christopher Buhlman. How did it work for you? Um, Briefly. Yeah, it worked briefly for me. Um <laughs> Uh, first half of the book was really solid. And then the second half kind of took a dark turn, I would say. And I just 
ended up not being the biggest fan of it. And it was, I don't know, it was kind of brutal. Um, I want to say it was one of the last couple of chapters that kind of started tossing in a lot of vulgar language that I did not really think was necessary. So, but it is what it is. I ended up giving it, I think, three-ish stars, maybe. Yeah. And I'm currently reading Spine Shivers. Uh, It's a Spine Shivers book. It's called The Grin in the Dark by J.R. Dark. And it's, I think it's like in a series that's called Spine Shivers. This is the one with like the creepy blue clown on the cover. And it's okay. It's a middle grade book and it's very, it reads extremely middle grade. I kind of just wanted to read it because I wanted like something light and spooky uh, for October and something quick. And this is definitely all of those things. So I picked a good book, but um, yeah, I mean, it's fine so far. This boy, his name is Hamid. He is babysitting his little cousins and basically they, his aunt, the kid's mom, um, she like collected clowns for like all her life. The house that they lived in was literally like clown crazy. There's clowns everywhere and the kids get nightmares from the clowns. And so he's babysitting them this one night and um, some like clown shit happens. I don't know. I'm only like 50 pages into it out of a hundred. So I'm I'm getting to the action like now. But yeah, that's what I'm currently reading. And what are you currently reading? I am currently in the middle of my third Stephen King reread of the month, and that is it. Oh man. How's this... it going? So last year I avoided reading the book mainly because I already had the four I was gonna reread picked out. Um but this I'm like remembering how good this damn book is. It's just so good. I I just got to the part where uh, Richie and I believe it was um, Ben. Why can't I think of the character's name? Bill. Ben and Bill. Yeah. Uh, where Bill and Richie had just escaped the creature from the house on Niebolt Street. Um, and it was just a nerve wracking scene to read about. And it's just such a, such a good book. I, I'm going to have a tough time at my top three Stephen King books again. And it's, uh, mainly because of this reread, not going to lie. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Your top 10 is definitely getting a shake up. You said, because what are the three you read? You read misery Carrie and now it's going to be now it. it, which it was already in the top 10. Carrie is not going to squeak its way into the top 10, but misery after reading that again, that is that has got major potential to be in the top 10. And by major potential, I mean, I need to rework my top 10 because misery's in my top 10. Nice. Well, I guess we can transition then into Carrie, but also don't forget to rate and review this podcast on apple or wherever you listen to podcasts also there's a video on zach's channel that we both filmed together it's called like all the books we're currently reading or something and there's a giveaway going on so if you're a listener to just the podcast i would recommend going to the youtube channel and you could enter that giveaway it's going to be super exciting and i'll let you watch that to figure out all the details and everything but let's get into carrie so This is, I actually wish I brought the book 
I had the book in front of me. That was kind of stupid. But it's like just over 200 pages, like 250, something I guess like it that. De- I think it depends on the edition you have. Cause I, I think most of them, though, are they kind of all average out to like just over 200 ish yeah. and so this is definitely one of stephen king's shorter books and it's also his first not his first written his first published right yeah it's his first published novel and what were your initial thoughts when you read it two years ago probably um i thought i mean it's my the opinion i had has not fully fully changed um it seems like a good, and how do I want to put this? Um, a good place to start with Stephen King. Yeah. Um, I would definitely say it's not like, oh, you're on a big roll of reading like, you know, The Shining and It and Misery. And then you're like, yeah, now I'm going to read Carrie. I feel like it's something like that. You might hit a roadblock because. Well, because a lot of people who aren't like the diehards of Stephen King say that king because this is something i've heard so many times is that king like overwrites he's very descriptive there's always so many words and you know blah 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 i'm in the middle of one of them and carrie is like i said a shorter one and i didn't really get the those vibes um but why don't we why don't you give a plot to carrie just like a spoiler free plot so Carrie basically is a sorry. Carrie basically is a what is she in? She's in high school. She's a high school girl and she's growing up with a single mother who is very very religious and you and I both despised her. Um and basically what happens is one day she's in school I think the book starts with her getting her period in the shower in the well, locker room. Carrie's always been bullied. Well, yeah, she's always been bullied. And a lot of it has to do with her mom. Yeah. Um, and basically she um, gets her first period and she was not taught by her mother, like the birds and the bees and like, you know, the menstrual cycle, like all that kind of stuff. She was never really, you know, introduced to because her mother like didn't want her to be introduced to that. Right, so she starts bleeding out in school after gym class, and everyone's, like, making fun of her, throwing, you know, feminine products at her, and she had no idea what was going on. Wait, she thought she was actually bleeding out. Yeah, like, literally, like, dying, and um, her gym teacher was like, you have no idea what's going on. You know, yeah, no, she comes to the defense pretty quick. I, neither of us can pronounce her name either. I think it's Desjardin. I think it's literally pronounced how it's written. It's like Thor's hammer. Um, and so basically, she gets her period. You know, everyone's making fun of her. Like the main bully is what's her name, Chris? Chris and Billy. Billy is her boyfriend. Billy sounds correct. Yes, and so. The gym teacher comes to her rescue and is like, why don't you, like, go home? Just go home, take the day off, and... um... Well, the principal was reluctant to do that. Right. He was like, no, I don't see how this is a problem. And she's like, um, excuse me. (laughs) Yeah. This is a problem. (laughs) So, when the book first started, I literally asked Zach, I was like, is this whole... Because I went into this knowing nothing. And so, I literally asked him, like, 25 pages, and I was like, is this book about her p 
period because if it is like i don't know how i'm gonna feel about this and he said like you know it'll you'll move past it the like i guess the whole um the what do i want to say the whole peak of her powers kind of starts with her getting her period yeah that's kind of like the underlying is like her becoming a woman finally is her like finally her powers are like to the max like she has had experiences as a child where things would happen i think there's an instance where um something falls she breaks something uh when she was a young girl and then I think there was the rocks um, that rained down and pelted her house and everything like that the mm-hmm. one time. Um, but like, I feel like she didn't really have control of it. And once she got, you know, her period, like she got control of her powers. Yeah. And so basically this is told through kind of, there's no chapters in this book, which to me also was like kind of a bummer because I kept like not having a good place to stop. There's three parts to the story. Part one is like kind of the, uh, you're like setting up Carrie basically. And part two is prom night, which is basically the prank, which, you know, we can get into when we talk more about the plot. And then part three was called the wreckage, I think, or just wreckage. Um, and that's really short. It's literally like five pages. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's a really it's like a epilogue type style, I think it is. Right. So basically, they're all getting ready ready for prom. Prom season's coming, and um, the bullies are like not allowed to go to prom because um, they like went too far, right? Well, yeah. So what ends up happening is the gym teacher is like, you know, I wanted to ban you guys from prom. I didn't want you guys to be able to go because of what you did to Carrie. But the principal was like, no, we can't do that. So basically what's going to happen is you're going to have to do what I tell you for, I think it's like detention for like a week or something like that. And if you decide not to do it, then you get your stuff revoked and you can't go to prom. Right. Um, Which I believe Chris ends up doing. And so she doesn't go. I actually think she slaps the gym teacher or the gym teacher slaps her or something like that. She's not allowed to go. Yeah. So she's not able to go and... There's a weird scene with, like, her and Billy, like, doing it before they go and, like, do, like, the pig stuff or something like that. Yeah. So, basically, because of all of that happening, because she's not allowed to go to prom, she's like, okay, I... This is all Carrie's fault. Yeah. It's all because of Carrie. So, we need to, like, prank her and we need to, like... They're going to rig the the prom king and queen election, which her friend Sue, which we have not mentioned yet. Yeah. Um... I think it's like, it's like Carrie's only friend and the guy that Carrie ends up going with was that that was her Sue's boyfriend. That was Sue's boyfriend. So Sue ends up not going to prom. Well, because Sue I think his name's Tommy. Yeah, Tommy. Because Sue kind of joined in with the bullying, not as hard as the other girls are doing. But she felt pretty bad about and it. And so she felt bad about it. She's so she's like, Tommy, will you take Carrie to prom? Because yeah, right? I I think it was like that. I, I'm I, and I've so, read a lot since I read right. Carrie. And so, so basically what is the ultimate prank that Chris has? So basically what they decide to do is, I mean, at this point, I, I mean, are we getting into spoilers? I would say from now on, we'll try and avoid spoilers. But at this moment, if you are listening, a spoiler may or may not happen for the rest of 
this episode. We're going to do our best not to, but something slips out. Apologies in advance. Well, yeah, it probably will. But also, I'll save like our overall ratings and thoughts towards the end. Yeah, I mean, that part's We'll spoiler. get through the spoilers pretty uh, quick because it's a short book. But yeah, so pretty much what happens is their main plot they have is they're going to drop pig's blood on Carrie. Um, they mainly intended to drop it, I believe, on... No, because I think what happens is Chris knows that Sue is not part of her group anymore, so I think they're trying to drop it on Tommy as well. Um, I mean, we'll get to the Tommy incident in a minute, but um, the main person they're aiming at, I believe, is supposed to be Carrie. Yeah. Um, And so Billy and a couple of his friends go to a farm. They slaughter a couple of pigs. I did not like that part. Yeah, I thought it was kind of weird. But trust me, if that's if that gets you going with a King book, I don't think you're going to want to continue. Yeah. So basically Um, they get these buckets of pig's blood and they're planning to like rig it in the they, gym because yeah, they, they know where like the prom queen and king are going to stand to like give their speeches well yeah because the the stuff has been set up for a few for like a day or two or something yeah. like that so they know exactly where they're going to be so they sneak in so they sneak in they put the stuff where they need to and they let it you know i think it's like later that night is when prom happens or yeah. it's the next day or whatever mm-hmm. um and basically i think it's the next day because uh i think they had to do it at night yeah. Um, and so then the next day comes along and basically they rig the election to put Tommy and Carrie as options for put them on the ballot. Yeah, they put them on the ballot and everyone's thinking it's going to be this person or this person. And then Carrie and Tommy end up winning. They get up to the thingy and pretty much what happens is uh, I want to say it's Billy and Chris. Are they under the stage or are they outside? Under. So they're under the stage with a with a rope that goes to the bucket, and Chris is the one who pulls it, and pig's blood falls all over him. But what they did not account for was the bucket falling, and it literally dings Tommy in the head, and that ultimately is what kills him. So he doesn't like die right away; he gets like knocked out, but like he eventually dies because he's bleeding out. But the problem is because of the pig's blood, it like kind of mixes in, so you can't really tell. I think that's what they end up saying in the book. Well, yeah, Um, and all throughout the book, though, you are kind of reading, like, excerpts um, talking about Carrie and her mom's relationship, which is not, like, you know, great. Her mom is, like, literally, like, so religious, like, everything that Carrie does is, like, a sin, and she needs to go um you know like repent for her sins in like a prayer circle in the closet or something the mom doesn't even really want her to go to prom because it's like it starts with boys and then they're gonna get in your pants and so the mom is like you need to like go confess your sins for like several hours and carrie's like no and so um she finally like stands up to her mom and her mom leaves and then she goes to prom all this happens and basically so yeah the prom pig night blood, pig blood happens and then spoiler alert all hell breaks loose yeah so if you've seen the movie this is where there's made, movie. yeah the original movie the 2013 one doesn't count um if you watch the original movie this is where the big difference comes into play so in the movie carrie basically her powers, like she starts moving stuff. She's locking all the doors, keeping all the kids inside, breaking like power cords and stuff like that. And the entire gymnasium lights up on fire. 
So this was the confusion I had. I thought she had pyrokinesis and she started the fire like that, but she no, does not. She like electrocutes. It's, it's just telekinesis. So she electrocutes somebody, but then it like gets into some like water and it sparks or something like that. And... She because she sets off the like fire hoses in the the like emergency fire hoses in the gym in the movie. And then in the book, it's like the sprinklers in the gym. Yeah. And in the movie, it, the only people affected by it are like the people at prom. Yes. The only people affected at it by it are the people at prom and Chris and Billy and uh, Margaret's or Margaret White, which is Carrie's mom. Um, but, but in the book, the kill count is like, in holy the, crap. Oh, yeah. No. In the book. So basically the flames engulf the entire school. So the entire school is destroyed. And then there happens to be like this giant, like, what is it? It's like a gas like area. Not, not the gas station that does blow up in a little bit, but there's like this like building next to the school. That's got like gas in it or something like that, that blows up and the fire just spreads throughout the entire town. Like, Police are getting called in. They're getting killed. The gas stations around are getting blown up. Like it's like chaotic and it's massive. And so Chris and Billy escape, but they see what's going on. They know Carrie is the one who's involved. And pretty and people much people are also at this point know that like Carrie has powers. Well, yeah, the people who are there, but the people who weren't there are kind of like, okay, what's going on? How did this happen? Um, and I think it was. I think it might have been Sue. No, but who was the one who told the cops it was Carrie? Was that Chrissy? I don't remember who told the cops. But Sue like goes out of her way to like go find Carrie. Yeah, she goes to try and find Carrie to try and like talk to her and see what's going on. Um, and by the time she gets to Carrie, like she's like her mom has stabbed her, but Carrie kills Margaret. So yeah, spoilers. And. Like Wait, she, Carrie makes her way home. Yeah, Carrie makes her way home. Before that, she kills Chris and Billy. Billy decides to try and drive at Carrie and hit her head on. She basically just flips the car over and blows it up. Um, and yeah, she gets home. Uh, her mom's like, oh, I knew you were going to. And like tries to kill her and she gets a good stab in. And then Carrie just like kills her. And it's yeah. And then I want to say, I know in the movie, like the house collapses or something like that. And it's like, it's got like a really weird twist ending, but the book, I mean, the book, what gets, so the ending of the book, what gets Danielle and I is we're getting a letter from some lady named Melina. Malia. Malia. And that's how the book ends. And I have read this book now twice and her once and i actually don't remember who malia is like i don't remember her as a character i don't remember her being mentioned i don't know if it's just some random character i I don't know who it is but okay so basically what i'll say is my rating i gave this four stars i enjoyed the book but i think that part one was significantly worse than part two which part two was prom night it was action-packed it was where all of the 
a lot of the action basically laid. Part one was just super, it was kind of boring, honestly. You're obviously leading up to, you know, the big event, but it kind of dragged for me. I wasn't super interested in part one and I was kept getting confused with all the different like articles and like book pages and stuff that we were like referencing to. And I just, I couldn't give this five stars because part one didn't, didn't hit, but also I will say the way that it ended, I, I don't know. I don't, I didn't want Carrie to die. Well, no, that's something you don't want. You know, I didn't want, I'm actually like surprised that King did that. Um, I am too. I would have liked to have have, I mean, her like live, I mean, at the end of the movie, when Sue goes to pay her respects to Carrie, like a hand shoots out of the rubble. So like, it kind of makes it seem like Carrie isn't dead, but I don't, in the book, it's not like that at all. So I will say that for my first King read, I think I chose a good book to read for my first one because it's shorter. Like I said, it's not as um, wordy as we'll say it just as an example, but um, also it is a little bit more beginner. Like it wasn't too, it, the horror wasn't too horrifying. It was just kind of like a standard horror book. And, you know, I liked following the characters that we were, it's very character driven. And, um, yeah, I think I chose a good one for my first one. The next one I've been interested in reading is the long walk and um which that was that was the first bachman i read i would definitely do either of those two would work perfectly fine i mean but i think if you're looking for a place to start with king i think that carrie could definitely be a good place to start because like i said that's where i started and what did you rate it your second time through now i kept the rating the same it was a four-star read it wasn't something like i said that like popped out to me that was like oh yeah it was way better the first like this time around than the first time like it was definitely like it just felt the same um it's a book i mean there are plenty of king books that i'm gonna want to keep rereading but carrie is probably one where it's like yeah this is an averageish book i didn't hate hate a whole lot about it besides carrie dying but besides that i didn't really have like any like beef with it. So I feel like it's one of those books like, yeah, like it was fine. Like, yeah, I reread it a second time. Am I going to do a third one? Eh, I don't know, but it's definitely a book that deserved to reread to see if it would change anything. And my thoughts and opinions just kind of stayed the same. I agree with Danielle. The first half had a lot of buildup. That was just kind of like, eh, whatever. And then prom night happened and you're like, Oh, okay. And so, yeah, I was, I flew through part two prom night. Oh yeah. No, it was, it was very, that was, that was fast paced. It's, it was slow burn part one, fast paced part two. Yeah. I mean, you're building up, building up, building up and, you know, obviously to a fiery climax. Um, but it was, it was a good story. It was a yeah, very I'm glad good book. We, I'm glad we buddy read it. We started doing buddy reads back in July, and this is what our fourth we decided. This is, I think, our fifth. No, this July, is the this August, is the September, f- October fourth. July, August, September, October. Yeah, four. And we've completed three out of four, and our streak is like wait, we have pretty Daisy, good. No, we missed last month. We had Daisy Darker, 
and the, the chain, chain, and then we missed Clown in a Cornfield 2, and then we just did Carrie. Yeah, so we're on a streak. But let us know your thoughts on Carrie, if you've read it at all, or if maybe you're interested in reading it now. Hopefully, well, hopefully you maybe aren't still here unless you don't care about being spoiled for books. Um, but yeah, or let us know your favorite king book of all time yeah i would say if you sorry to interrupt if you didn't want any of the spoilers from when we said spoiler alert i'd say maybe skip ahead to like the 26 minute mark and that would probably be where the spoiler stuff ends because we are ending the video so sorry back to you hun yeah so don't forget to rate and review the podcast like we said don't forget to follow us on instagram check out zach's video with the giveaway and everything like we talked about and yeah, let us know what you're currently reading. What have you recently read and are enjoying? Just talk with us over on Instagram, Books and Stuff Podcast. And yeah, we'll have everything linked down below that you're wanting. So give that a look. And I hope you have a great week. And we'll see you next week on the pod. I think the next episode we're doing is horror novella recommendations. So that was actually what we were going to do today or this the week that you're maybe listening to this but we decided since i finished carrie that we would move this one up yes but yeah have a great week and we look forward to hanging out with you again next week goodbye bye bye bye